WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Barrett Wynn, and it is Wednesday, November 19th, 2020. The University of Illinois has made study spaces available for students returning to campus after fall break. There are also spaces that are available for each exam time slot during finals, however students must register in advance. Study spaces that are open include Lincoln Hall, the Illini Union, Granger and Undergraduate Libraries, and more. For a full list of hours, locations, and COVID safety requirements, visit the Office of the Registrar's website. Governor J.B. Pritzker recently announced plans to expand Internet access within Illinois. WPGU's Tori Gelman reports. On Tuesday... Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker, in conjunction with the Illinois Department of Commerce and Economic Opportunity Office of Broadband, announced their broadband expansion initiative to the public. The purpose of this expansion is to address inequities in access to broadband and to use existing funding to ensure a long-term reduction of the current broadband access gap. The state of Illinois is investing an unprecedented $420 million and is also receiving complimentary grants totaling at $750,000 to support the expansion of broadband capacity and access. The goal of this initiative is to create the nation's first integrated statewide system that actively promotes digital equity and inclusion. For WPGU News, I'm Tori Gelman. WPGU's Jane Knight has a report on the runoff elections in Georgia. The state of Georgia holds the last two open congressional seats that will determine which party controls the United States Senate. Georgia called a runoff election after no candidate received over 50% of the vote in the November 3rd election. If Republican incumbents David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler lose to their Democratic opponents John Ossoff and Reverend Raphael Warnock, the Democratic Party will control both Congress and the White House. Monday, Georgia's Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger stated that Lindsey Graham, a Republican senator from South Carolina, encouraged him to throw out legally cast votes from counties with high rates of non-matching signatures. Senator Graham denied the statement, arguing he wanted to understand the signature verification process in Georgia. Raffensperger urged all votes will be counted. However, there is not valid evidence of wide-scale voter fraud in Georgia. Georgia's runoff race will be narrow as the presidential election turned the state blue for the first time since 1992. The results of the runoff should be determined January 5th. For WPGU News, this is Jay Knight. The Pentagon has announced plans to continue withdrawing troops from Iraq and Afghanistan. WPGU's Justin Malone reports. The United States will pull 2,500 troops from Afghanistan and Iraq by January 15th, just five days before President-elect Joe Biden is inaugurated. President Trump urged the Pentagon to make the move, hoping to fulfill a key campaign promise from 2016. There are currently over 4,000 service members deployed in Afghanistan and 3,000 in Iraq. If the Pentagon can accomplish the White House's goal, only 2,500 will remain in each country. The move comes as tension peaks between the Defense Department and the White House, the administration's most fraught relationship of the past four years. Early last week, President Trump fired the now former Secretary of Defense Mark Esper, elevating Chris Miller to act Secretary. The decision has received mixed reviews from Congress members on both sides of the aisle, weighing lower troop deployment with security in the region. For WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. Chicago Cubs president Theo Epstein is stepping down from his position. Reporting now is WPGU's Reese Armstrong. 
The Chicago Cubs announced yesterday that Theo Epstein is stepping down as president of baseball operations. In a statement regarding his decision, Epstein, who has been with the Cubs since 2011, thanked the fans of the team as well as everyone involved in the organization for his time spent with the team. In his stead, general manager Jed Hoyer, who has also been with the Cubs since 2011, will become the new president of baseball operations. Epstein clarified that he will not be paid through 2021, so the Cubs now have an additional $10 million to allocate to team payroll or perhaps areas that have been impacted by COVID. From WPGU News, I'm Reese Armstrong. And that's the news for today. From WPGU News, I'm Barrett Wynn.